Welcome to Microphones of Madness, Monday Night Heroes, where we answer the question of what what genre disappointed you the most <laughs> with uh, with a twenty year hiatus in in writing? What author or game maker? Ridley Scott. Yes. Ridley Scott. <laughs> he asked the question I didn't ask and didn't need to know. And gave and gave me a turd. Well, yeah. And then blamed me for it. <laughs> Hello, I'm then, Ridley Scott. And have a again. turd. <laughs> I made a movie nobody wanted to see and don't and wondered why nobody wanted to see it. I made a sequel. He made a sequel to I'm it. talking about his current fucking oh, in the, the, the last duel? Yes, let's put Ben Affleck and Matt Damon in a movie that nobody wants to see because nobody wants to see them and they get mad because nobody wants to see it. <laughs> Fucking millenniums. <laughs> see, the, 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 really? the real answer is all of the above. Ripped off. Very all lovely. of the above. Anyway, we're playing Icons. Superpowered role-playing, the assembled edition by Kenson and Hausa. Get to the Hausa. That's right, we are, and I am the author of a campaign after two years hiatus that uh, nobody wanted. All of the above. <laughs> all right, so oh, shit, the cops are coming. <laughs> yep, yep. See, that's that's how awful it they is. They found us, guys. The chicks up <laughs> and gone. Well, in my case, it would be guys in suits. I'm sure. However. That's not what we're talking about. We are talking about icons, balance of power. Uh, we'll get to a quick recap and some other business. Um, but first, the usual ritual of going around the table, introducing yourselves, letting the audience hear your voice. And we will begin with Steve. Hi, I'm Steve. I'm playing Sanjo Shigeyori, otherwise known as Kaze. The fastest monk alive. Today on NPR's Fresh Air, Balance of Power. <laughs> this Kirby life. Next up is Nico. Well, since we're going with our personal radio voices, I am Nico. I am playing Rosario, da uh, Rosario Dawson. <laughs> I'm playing Rosario Dawson. Well done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> <laughs> I may have been drinking. <laughs> hey, I'm playing who Rosario Diaz. Want to play Rosario Dawson? I mean, I ain't gonna get into that. This is this is not that kind of podcast. <laughs> uh, Wes is here. <laughs> yep, I am not coming. that person in this kind of podcast. There, there we go. Clarify. Eh. Eh. Rosario Diaz. Yes. Sorry, I was she she who hit things hard. <laughs> so can Rosario Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up on the list is Nick. Tonight I will be playing George Orwell, or at least a really terrible version of George. Wait, no, Orson Welles. <laughs> yes, Orwell. we both fucking up, bro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you two been drinking? <laughs> no, but I need to. Uh, I don't need to fall asleep. Jay Bright, what do you want to do tonight? Uh, Try to playing... take over the world, Pinky. 
<laughs> I'll be playing Rodrigo Asuncion, also known as Gold Guardian, an Iron Man type character. Yep. And last, but certainly not least, and speaking of North, <laughs> Wesley. Ah, yes. Feeding all you Glens and Glendas out there. Uh, this is uh, your old pal, uh, Wesley James Young, playing Ned Danvers, also known as Six Silvers at Tizen's, your greatest hero and official press man for the Justice Association. No, you're not. It says on the cards. You're still not. Then why did I call a press conference? And have this because here? I don't know why the fuck you call the press conference. It's your business. <laughs> Did anybody show up? There's a there's a there's a note on the on your locker that says, "Which one of you jackasses printed twenty thousand business cards on my credit card?" <laughs> Did she even have to ask? <laughs> it's on Slick's locker. <laughs> it's on letterpress. I feel like it would actually be you owe me this much money. I expect it by Friday. <laughs> It's, there's an unauthorized charge to uh, Moo.com. <laughs> All right. So, when last we left the heroes, uh, through complex statistical analysis uh, and theft of internal documents from TELUS Global, uh, you discovered that the crown virus vaccine... Um, has the potential to create, I believe the figure was somewhere in the hundreds of millions of superhuman individuals. At least 300 million. Yeah, it was like 15%. Right, of the of, world of, population. There were Excel of. seats pulled out, documentation happened. Yep. Wesley got excited. Yep. And got yeah, quiet for a few minutes, and we got worried. Yep. <laughs> and we had to get a, a solvent. Yep. The exact range is between 300 and 450 million. He found the Excel sheet again. <laughs> He's got it he made a copy of it that was usable. <laughs> Looked like an Eclipse Phase character sheet. Oh, oh God. PTSD! <laughs> <laughs> You're not the one who had to run that thing. I had to play it! No, you didn't have it. to run that thing. You volunteered. Yes, you, you asked. There's a difference. I, I thought I'd you have wanted help. to do it. You thought you'd have what? I thought I'd have some help carrying the load. There was a lot of load carrying. You didn't mad. tell me there'd be calculus involved. I would have fucking declined. <laughs> I don't oh, do no, math. <laughs> It was only Calc 1. I was doing differential calculus here. All right, all right, all right. Um, also, at the end of the session, uh, there was a television news broadcast featuring Commissioner O'Shaughnessy and Julia Sullivan. I keep wanting to call her Barbara Sullivan. But it's Julia Sullivan. And uh, through some intricate reading of body mechanics, you noticed that Commissioner O'Shaughnessy suddenly swapped hands. He went from being left-handed to right-handed. All right, so that's where we are. Um, I'm sure the audience has has noticed that uh, one voice was missing. Uh, Jay Chimera is 
is out for the evening. Uh, we are recording this uh, the Monday before uh, Puritans should have starved to death day. I like to call it smallpox small blanket sharing day. I call it delicious family turkey day. Wes is the optimist here. <laughs> right. It's the one national holiday that means anything. And and we get more time off for that holiday. Well, I get more time off for that holiday than the quote unquote most important one. I guess the most important holiday, it means food. Yes. It feeds me. Food and football. Yeah, what more can you ask for? Yep. Then Icons, the balance Lions of power. The fucking football game. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know what deal with. Speaking of deals with the devil, who fucking made that deal for the Lions? I don't know. I, don't the, know. I wasn't aware we had public floggings on national TV until that happened. Uh, that was probably also Telus Global. <laughs> They're trying Detroit, to the- you can have a team, but every year they get to play on Thanksgiving, and every year they get to get shot up. <laughs> this year, they have won absolutely no games, but they have a tie. So somewhere out there, there's a team that's just as good as Detroit. <laughs> Sorry. The Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> With whom they share the fucking tie. Okay, okay, we'll stop. We'll stop. Uh, I have I have, uh, I have no uh, dog in this fight, so I'm All right, just so, a pity fan. So um yeah, since since Jay's not here, um I, I did one, this is kind of the end of act two, so you guys will get a moderate advancement uh effective at the end of the session. So you can make go ahead and make a note of it now. Moderate advancement. Yeah. Woohoo! Um, however, uh, I did want to kind of stop the clock here, uh, and, and, and let you guys kind of correlate the contents of the investigation, uh, because things have gotten a little scattershot and, uh, give you a, give, give you guys a minute as players and as characters to kind of like rehone your focus. Uh, so, yep. You've all gathered around the, uh, round table. In the uh, carpet room that I've lost the, the image for. You've lost the carpet? No. I might have to rebuild that room just, just for giggles on roll 20 here. Uh, and yeah, I mean, you guys, you have all the information. Uh, just, you know, you uh, Watchdog is in the room if you guys have any information you want to search out. Uh, right now, the magpie is out hunting for Agent Symes. That way, you guys don't have to do it. And, uh, yeah, so uh, you can go ahead and uh, kind of proceed with your planning session. Kaze, as the de facto leader of the Justice Association, you have the floor. Oh, great. <laughs> so... What we do know is that they have infected roughly 10 to 20 percent of the population of this superhuman um, stimulation virus, which is probably going to uh, cause chaos, havoc, and push through this bill. That's my belief. Yep. Um, my, my big 
And we, we also know that the, the entity behind this, uh, the red hat, if you will, is a being from the future or a being who has the ability to time travel to the future. My suspicion is it's um, uh, Danvers's arch foe who went into the future, picked up the technology to enact this and came back in time. But that's speculation. You think it's Nayland Smith? Is that his name? Yep. Yes, that would make sense. Nayland Smith is an evil, hollow human being who will suck everything good out of the universe whenever possible. Except everything you found that has Nayland Smith's name on it has been good. Whereas you have been associated with a whole lot of crimes, my friends. Yeah, I mean, for all we know, it could be, um, you know, five minutes into the future version of Silver Slick doing it. What? Slick Silver. Slick Silver would never defame. You know, Silver Slick has a better ring to it. That's true. (laughs) Slick Silver would never defame his brand like that. Yes, he would. Unintentionally, but he would. Because you have uh, numerous times. (laughs) <laughs> but let's just uh, let's say that it, it's it's not him, and we'll just go on the theory that it's um, Nalen Smith. It doesn't have to be Nalen Smith. I mean, he could be, but I mean, it could but be Nalen a whole Smith lot of people. Has, but Nalen Smith has access to a lot of the same uh, powers that that Slick has. Now, I, I will remind you, and this is one of the. Uh, the reasons why I decided to have this kind of session. Uh, you guys did see someone who was identified on camera as being Red Hat. And he definitely does not look like Nayland Smith. <laughs> could, have, could, have changed, could have changed his face. Could have changed that face around. And I will also um, remind... Uh, you guys, that Nayland Smith is um, not somebody who would could associate freely with Nazis. Oh, yeah, not him. As as he does look like the weekend in the, uh, and he looks like the weekend. I don't know what the weekend looks like. You didn't watch Uncut Gems? No. <clears throat> you didn't watch like the Super Bowl that one year. That one year, uh, no, and and, <laughs> <laughs> and it, the halftime show would have been. Yeah, all I keep thinking of when I think of Weekend was his hair, and I like his face is indistinct, just that fucking yeah, hair he had. I don't know what he looks like. I just know it's some guy who does cocaine and wrote a song about it. <laughs> all of them? I say which one? <laughs> I. Wasn't where he had more than one song that people listen to. No, there's more than one person that has smokes that snorts cocaine and writes songs about it. Yeah, I'm, but he's just another one in a long line of people who do that. Like that was the joke. And, I, that right. was the joke. <laughs> so, Oof. I'm just saying that he could look like you know anybody. Uh, the weekend doesn't. I don't know. All right. Well, give me a minute while you're while you're talking. I'm not going to look at it. Say he looks like Ziggy Marley, Jesus Christ. Well, <laughs> close enough. Now I gotta look at it. Hold Although, on. Give me a minute. Here. We don't all look the same, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that is Nayland Smith. 
Oh, it's that weekend. Oh, it's, it's not, Friday night, not Saturday. That's <laughs> I was hoping you would post Super Bowl weekend. Nope. Face fucked up weekend. No, nope, not that one. That's Nalen Smith. Okay. <clears throat> that that is the weekend that leads up to Super Bowl weekend. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, definitely not somebody who could associate with Nazis. I mean, they do have agents of persuasions that are not theirs. <laughs> okay, so he, you're saying that he's he's a white guy, or he looked like a white guy in camera. Right. But we know that he has either a magical power set or a time-traveling power set or something. Yes. But we don't know. I mean, we can't associate that particular person with anybody in the known database so it's a mystery correct <clears throat> we have like a, a a name right we have his we his, have a you have an alias hans daimler right but we researched Hans hans daimler and came up with uh jack and shit pretty much sure. pretty much he's uh the red hat has effectively proven to be a ghost at right. this point so but we also know that he can change the timeline at at his on a whim if shit doesn't go the way he wants it to go. Right. He can he can make tweaks to the timeline. And you're aware that he's done a couple. Yeah. So our I maintain that our biggest um, chance of getting this guy is to go back to a time where we knew where he was going to be and take him down there. Okay. But there's a pretty big problem with that. I know we can't travel in time. Well, that, yeah, it's part of it. And the other part is we, but we have do. to figure out where we do know where he, he's going to be or was. He was on Nazi Island. Yep. Yep. You know, no. two, you know, two appearances in the timeline that he made. Exactly. Uh, you know that he was on the uh, God Hand secret base in the uh, North Sea. And you know that he was in Senator Winston Shaw's office at some point, possibly the 90s, early 2000s. Best you can tell. So, what we need to do is figure out how to to get our asses to either one of those points. Uh, probably um, Nazi Island is going to be easier because we know where and when that was. We have records of it as opposed to a day he was in Senator Shaw's office at some point in the 90s or 2000s. That's kind of a big chunk as opposed to we know when this raid happened. Yes. Now, the downside of that is there's going to be super-powered Nazis there. But the plus side of that is the old Justice Association team members will be there as well. Half of them. Right. Well, you know, Blue Masada. That's all you need. Green Turtle, Apogee, and uh, was there a fourth? No. No? Just the three of you? But 
now we have to figure out how to travel back in time. Our best bet would be um, to talk with uh, Chimera about it when he gets back. Yeah, that guy anyway. He's always here in one second and gone another. Time travelers, am I right? <laughs> Perhaps Red Hat's fucked with the timeline again. You wouldn't know. Well, I mean, there's a possibility, and he looks at Slick, that you yes. might be able to, to do it um, with your magic, but I want to use that as a last. Yeah, you course. see her. If you look at Rosie, she's giving you a look of mm -mm. Yeah, <laughs> la la last resort. Mm -mm. There, no resort. Like, if you if we're going with Slick, I'm staying here. <laughs> hey, okay, you can stay here and uh, uh, for reasons while we go back in time and control the universe. Yeah, I don't like it any more than you do. Um, Slow blinks. <laughs> now you, you, Steve less. had out of character made a rather genre savvy comment uh, a few weeks ago that might also be proved to be a fruitful plan. I did. Yep. It was a comment about the way Justice League was originally written. Oh, you mean splitting up into teams? Yep. Wow, okay. Utilizing, utilizing each individual member's specialties. So you want me to hit you really hard and take you back into it? God damn it, Booty. What are you doing? <laughs> I'll knock you to the middle of last week. Chat <laughs> <laughs> knocked over my record. Oh, I will use the mighty powers of the slick silver. Um, you could also pro possibly contact Professor Providence. Um, just, just as a reminder, he doesn't answer Slick's phone calls. Do we have another way to call him? You have his address. Oh, yeah. Wait, don't we need Slick to get there, though? No. Oh. Well, fuck it. I'm going to head there, then. He lives on the northwest side of town. Yeah, I'll just drive yeah. there. Shit. You, yeah, you all know where the House of Enigma <laughs> is. It's the it's the worst kept secret in even the realtors downtown know where it is. This is the great House of Enigma. I'm sorry. It's not for sale. <laughs> We've been working on it, but he just won't sell. Well, it probably needs a little bit of a, you know, curb appeal. A long cut, maybe do the dishes. Clean the toilet? Yep. If you find the toilet. That's the enigma. <laughs> Where is the toilet? That's a possibility. Um, you also have a sketched out diagram. Of In a, a list of things mind. that would be stolen. What we could also do is just have the satellites tracking for Winder's large contributions of Caverite 9. Well, we know where the Caverite 9 is. Well, it's so about do they. Incorrect in high enough concentrations to be of concern. Yes, it's at Ascension Industries. Yes, Ascension Industries has some. Uh, Tell us Global has some because they keep this stuff registered. Uh, about a year and a half ago, 
uh, advanced technologies of mayhem stole some. That sounds familiar. Oh, yeah. Yep, that was episode one of the first campaign. <laughs> Man, bounce somebody's head with a car door. Well, I think I think Rodrigo can can take care of Asuncion Industries supply, right? So we can account for that. Yeah, he would hope so. <laughs> I should have what? Uh, and Telus Global is owned by that jerk, Doctor Menon Pert. The jerk. We were just there. Yep. Met the man himself. Doctor intellectual property theft. The the thing. Well, but the thing is, though, he's involved in this. I mean, that's one of the great questions, though, is why are these particular people involved in this shit, too? And to what extent? Right, and we also don't know how much they are dupes. Or how much they are co-conspirators. This is also true. So, I mean, I I kind of get the feeling that uh, because assuming that uh, Chimera told us that he was cock-blocked by, um, by this guy when he tried to read his mind, that he probably is at some level a co-conspirator. Uh, or... I mean, it's a possibility that he got into it to give himself superpowers. I'm just spitballing here now. Yeah, well, that that's kind of the point. Trying to trying to lure everyone into the discussion and the plan. I mean, I think it would definitely be worth it to talk to an actual professional musician about this. Um, real quick, uh, give me, uh, just intelligence rolls. Mm, boy. Uh, let's see. Intellect, intellect, let's see. It's a four. Ten. Eleven. Eight. Um. All right. Oh, we can actually roll. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry. Six. Okay. Uh, Rodrigo. Uh, yeah. As you were perusing through the uh, crown virus vaccine trial data, uh, you managed to put together uh, an assumption that para- existing parahumans uh, were somehow immune to the virus. Okay. Wow. I say, uh, I look over the findings and I say, it looks like um, existing parahumans are immune to the virus. Very interesting. What do you guys think? I think I probably I'm immune have to a lot vaccinated. of things, I think. I probably shouldn't have gotten vaccinated. Did any of them get vaccinated is the question, though. Did you guys get vaccinated? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, part, part, part of my deal. Of course, I got vaccinated. I trust the science. Not looking at Rodrigo now. <laughs> the the only parahuman, non parahuman. Mm. 
I was gonna say just I'm out of curiosity. Because I mean, if they ask me, I'm just gonna take a needle and show them. Uh, yeah, I can't exactly get vaccinated. <laughs> I was, say, was I was I supposed to get vaccinated for it? I'm not. All right, so choice, amigo. You stab yourself with a hypodermic. The needle breaks off. Kaze catches it. Push that a little too hard, but yeah, that's just I can't. I can't. All right. So according to the records that we saw, was Parrot vaccinated? Uh, yes, he was uh, test subject number one. Was who vaccinated? Parrot. He tested his own vaccine on himself. Oh. Because, of course, all you scientists violating OSHA regulations and shit. <laughs> CDC regulations. See what happens if I step into all this radiation. What will do to my body? <laughs> yeah. yeah, all, oh, all comic book universes. Out. <laughs> all comic book universes exist in a world without OSHA. I mean, to um, be fair, so does science in the real world. <laughs> well, it'd be CDC. It's 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 all. Smoking mirrors. You know, it's like what university science department irradiates spiders for giggles? Probably more than we want to think, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, we only got to tell OSHA about if, it after we find out if this works. If or not, they guys. are <laughs> trying to find out how, sp- how cells react to certain radiations, they do shit like that. Usually mm-hmm. they do it on mice or rats, but they do do shit like that. I don't think they they would do it to create um, super spiders. You don't know what <laughs> the fucking board scientists would do. And technically, in Amazing Fantasy, the spider accidentally dipped down into the radiation. It wasn't radiating yeah. spiders. Might as well do. That's all, you know, fan fiction. See, the spider Actually. was... Completely in on this shit. The spider saw the radiation. It's like I'm, right. gonna, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get powers, y'all. It's a dare. It's a fucking spider dare. Yes, my brother spiders. Soon we will conquer the world. I'm gonna show Steve. I'm gonna dip myself in here. I'm gonna come back and kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It's the weekend as a spider. <laughs> He's going to come at me with with a with a rap in A flat. Not really his thing, rapping, but that's the point. Okay, what is his thing then? He sings, actually. Yeah. Does he? Yeah, he's a mm-hmm. singer. He's got a decent voice. Mm-hmm. I stand corrected. He'll sing at me in A flat. <laughs> he might. He might. So yes, right. uh, Pert was test subject number one. All right. So let's assume he gave himself powers. The full the full records are suspiciously missing from what you have. Of course they are. It's not like you didn't know you were taking right. them. <laughs> right. He doesn't have the list. I'm sure they probably have a list of who actually got powers to the best of their ability. Uh, yeah, but they're not in that file folder. Exactly. Well, I mean, we did bring quite a few boxes. You can scour those real quick and see if there's in there. Anything in there? She says in the "Oh God, more library work" voice. <laughs> it's I almost like it. we're playing some other game. <laughs> I could do it. Bro, for library, Brian. Brian would be thrilled to know that library use has uh, 
crossed genres. Uh, yeah, okay, so uh, Kaze super speeds his way through the rest of the boxes. Uh, that list that you're looking for certainly does not exist. Uh, there are fuel report, you know, expense reports for various divisions. Nothing uh, out of the ordinary except uh, a lot of um, a lot of trips to Fogo de Chao. Um, build his business lunches, but uh, yeah, other than that, nothing, nothing really out of the ordinary or incriminating. And certainly not a list of uh, several hundred thousand in the United States potential superhumans. All right. Well, I think that the you know if we could figure out how to travel back in time to prevent all this from happening, all this is moot anyway. So, well, I think the priorities should be to find out how this Red Hat's powers actually work so we can figure out a way to counter that. So once we take him down, he stays down. I mean, the prop, he's a time traveler. So the problem is, is that he can, if he doesn't like the way something turns out, he can go back and change it unless we take him out before, before anything happens. So. I'm afraid we're probably going to have the other possibility is instead of going into the past, right? Mm -hmm. We can go try and travel to the future to prevent him from, from getting um, the serum that he needs. That seems to be a point as well. Why don't we just go full butterfly effect and pick him out of this scenario completely <laughs> before he can do anything? I mean, that's kind of what our our what we're trying to do, but we know. No, no, I mean, just find his mother and fucking <laughs> choke him out of the womb. <laughs> I'm down with that. <laughs> I'm sorry, that movie was terrible. <laughs> I'm the cause of everything wrong in everyone's life. I'm just gonna wrap this umbilical cord around my own neck while I'm in the womb. <laughs> oh, it was the weekend in that movie too. What the fuck? What you never saw that? Butterfly Effects? Spoiler oh, for anybody who's never seen that shitty movie. That, that is how that movie effect? ends. Yes. <laughs> I guess we're Ashton so Kutcher's whoa, character whoa, whoa, comes whoa, to the realization. I, fuck it at this point. <laughs> fuck it at this point. No matter how I describe this ending, it's not as wild as actually seeing it happen in the movie. Yeah, I think you have to sit through an Ashton Kutcher movie. And I'd probably rather listen. Either I'm saving you time or you're super intrigued and you want to see this ridiculous ending. You're saving me time. Yeah, yeah. so that's how it ends. He keeps going back in time and trying to fix minor things and fucking everybody's life up. And then he comes to the realization, hey, if I don't exist, then none of this shit ever happens to them. So he goes back in time to when he is in his mother's womb and wraps an umbilical cord around his neck so he's stillborn. That is how he ends things. But if he wraps an umbilical cord around his own neck in the womb, then he's not there to wrap the umbilical cord around his own neck in the womb. 
No, when I say he wraps his umbilical cord around his own neck, I mean as the fucking fetus. Ah. <laughs> Hence why it's stupid. <laughs> it's not stupid because Ashton Kutcher was in it. No, that was part of it. He wasn't the worst thing about the movie. The plot was the worst thing about the movie. And then they made sequels. <laughs> I never saw any of those. I learned my lesson. Dude, where's my timeline? Was a better movie than that? I mean, that movie was better than than Butterfly Effect. I will give it that. Alright, so. Discover the source of Red Hat's power. Travel in time. Honestly, I think the best way to find out anything about how this guy might be doing it is to actually talk to an actual master of magic. Yeah, that's probably our, our next step. Um, I'm a little worried that if this doesn't work out, if we're, we can't manage the time travel for some reason, uh, that we may have to perform a rescue on all of our old allies from the PD. Because obviously they have... They're... they're mirrored or whatever it's not them i have this really nice costume that i have yet to use and i haven't hit anything in a really long time i have no problem going to rescue them okay um so i think our priority is if 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 um Symes turns up we can probably find out where they're more than likely holding them but until then I mean, might as well just go see, go to the house and make sense. So um, I'll race you there. I win by default. Unless somebody has a better idea. Do a couple of laps around the block and I'll be there by the time you're finished. <laughs> no, we get there. Not at Mach 7.5. <laughs> We get there before he does through the power of... Do a couple of light jogs around the corner. <laughs> like about five or six and I might make it there. Let's <laughs> cover the entirety of Kirby a few times. Unless Mockingbird needs help. Who? Magpie? Magpie. <laughs> it was one of those M-words. Nah, Magpie's fine for right now. She needs her alone time. Yeah, that's the most sleep she's had in months. Oh, there's also another interesting thing that I don't know if you caught or not. Um, the magpie-fingered Heatwave Jackson slash the Partisan as the person who assaulted her in Argentina, yet he was at the party the night you guys uh, yeah, he was believe there. it happened. Isn't his um his costume is it face covering? Is he in armor? Uh no. Uh when he appeared on screen to introduce the new identity, it was obviously him. He was not wearing a mask. He's a cocky SOB anyway, he'd never cover that face. Not this jaw, baby. <laughs> One of these days I'm actually gonna break that fucker's face. All right, so they possibly have like some cloning or duplication technology. 
unless he has a brother. Does he have a brother? Uh, not that you're aware of. Rosie any- wouldn't know because she probably would have spent maybe she would have spent as little time with him as possible considering his personality. <laughs> Is there any body cam footage of of uh, Magpie and his and Patriots fight? Hmm, that's a good question. I don't think the Magpie would have a body cam for such a thing. As her knuckles would remember every jaw that she ever punched. Okay, but I want to analyze um, fighting styles to see if it's the same guy. So, hmm. so if she's only fought him once, that doesn't help. But we've tangled with him, and I should be able to. Have we? I th- oh no, I'm thinking of somebody else. Never mind. It's like no, we haven't come across him at all yet, except for at the party. Uh, well, you have been in a few of his movies, and he was a professional MMA fighter. All right, so if we can find uh, coverage of who she fought, then we can probably determine whether it's the same person or not. Um, yeah, I, I would I would allow that. That makes perfect sense for a martial arts expert to be able to identify another martial artist martial artist by their style. It's almost like somebody's been reading martial fantasy. Maybe. <laughs> but as that film does not exist, it doesn't matter. It's a moot point. Perhaps. Well, you definitely have footage of how Heatwave fights uh, because of his M- professional MMA career. Uh, so there are recorded fights on pretty much uh, any uh, video okay. sharing platform. Okay, YouTube. <laughs> right, but I mean, all that's useless unless I can see that particular fight with her. Because if he's in two places at once, I suspect something, but I would like to confirm it before I shoot my mouth off. Right. Right. Yeah, so, I can shoot her a text and see if she remembers if she had it on or not. Okay. You shoot because she uh, might not have uploaded it. To, you shoot Scarlett a text. Um, she she responds quickly. Uh, no body cam. Uh, why? Try, trying to test a theory, match fighting styles. She she texts back very clever, and sends you an address in Argentina. Okay, <laughs> like a physical address or a web address? Uh, a physical address in Argentina. What's the, ad- what's the address? Uh, one two three four plot, Argentina. Re- reckless, you have to breathe, right? I mean, hold your breath. If, oh unless, <laughs> unless you happen to have someone who a, a computer expert handy, who could possibly hack into the system and pull up the file. I would prefer that method, but I'm pretty sure Kaze just kind of grabs Reckless and goes. <laughs> He's gonna do it. She goes, "Wait a minute." <laughs> Justice waits for no one. <laughs> okay, so you're running to Argentina. Yep. 
Much to the uh, bemused confusion of several border authorities. Just a fucking gust of wind comes through. They have no idea what just fucking happened. <laughs> kind of a blur. Kind of a blur. Uh, so Maybe yeah. one of them just happens to catch him. They just land at the right time to yeah. see the image. Yeah. Yeah. It's my fucking boot at the end of somebody's picture. <laughs> <laughs> the occasional... You set off like every speed camera in between here and the United States-Mexico border. A lot, of, a lot of motorists are going to be very happy with their cases being thrown out of court. <laughs> it's clearly you this is you were doing Mach 7 in a 55 <laughs> mile an hour zone? In a Prius? This <laughs> thing barely goes 60, what? <laughs> Sorry, did you know your gremlin could go Mach 7? What? <laughs> Uh, you know, I think I, I don't even know if a speed camera would register something going that fast. It might try to take a footage, but I don't think it would get like a, a radar reading. I'm not sure how exactly speed cameras work, but Mach you know, 7. In this world, it does. <laughs> Just for the comedy. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, okay, so you arrive at plot address Argentina. Uh, I guess you. Uh, <gasps> Double mapped it before you left. I used to ask Alfred. Ask Alfred. <laughs> yeah, Reckless is just throwing up in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yep. It, it's a nondescript office building uh, near the on the outskirts of the capital of Argentina, which I have forgotten. This, Good job. Buenos Aires? It's not Buenos Aires. No way. That's right? Brazil. Well, here we go. Somebody's Googling it. Thank you. It is Buenos Aires. The capital of Argentina? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It is. It's Buenos Aires. I was like, Brazil? What? Fuck. That's Sao Paulo. No. Yeah. No, for Brazil, it's Amazon. Um, it's oh, my God. <laughs> Yes, we all failed geography. <laughs> we we stupid Americans in our failure of geography. <laughs> yes, on the hey, outskirts. Man, of, unlike most it. Americans, we actually yeah. checked to see if we were wrong. Wes and I knew. <laughs> yep. All right, so. so on the outskirts of Buenos Aires is a nondescript office building, uh, unmarked, and appears to be vacant. Alright, well, let's, um, any obvious signs of, uh, of traps, alarms, etc.? Um, not that you're, not that, not that you can see. Okay, um, going in, uh, room by room real quick, and any computer equipment, um, grabbing. Okay, uh, yep, you, you bolt up toward the door, and yank, and it's locked. <laughs> Rosie. <laughs> Would you mind opening up this can, this jar of pickles? And she throws up again. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to say pickles? 
Yoink. Rosario <gasps> Diaz leaving DNA evidence all over the world. This was not expecting <laughs> this, uh, this light speed travel. Now, now, when you when you yoink Lock the seven. door, are you uh, are you like Jessica Jonesing it and just kind of popping the lock, or are you just yanking the whole door off? She's trying to just pop the lock off, but considering what just happened, she may just yank the whole fucking door off despite herself. <laughs> Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me a strength roll versus six. Yeah, I mean, that's like, uh, what's my strength? That, yeah, that's 12. <laughs> well, okay, so that, that's six or more. So, yeah, you pop it and break the, the, the hat latch. Um, thankfully, there's not a lot of people out wandering about. Uh, you go in to the building. It does seem to have uh, power. And uh, as you race through the hallways, you there is a security room with uh, grainy black and white footage of various locations. Uh, it appears to be stored on a hard drive. Uh, there are no alarms going off? Uh, none that you've heard. Can I just look at the footage? Um, yeah, you'd have to you'd have to scrub back to an, a week. Or that's fine. I mean, it's all dated. Longer. We know when when she was here, right? Roughly, yeah. Yeah. So let's just do that. Okay. Um, yeah. Pull up a chair and uh, <laughs> pull up the pull up the date. I just imagine he's like got one hand on the on the um, pad, trying to like get it back to where he needs to get it, and the other hand just like. <sighs> <laughs> He's like tapping his finger so, so fast it wears a dent so in the slow. desk. Yeah, it it's is. So it's 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 running Windows ninety five. Uh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> really? Ninety five? Yes, ninety five <laughs> XP. Oh God! It is the U.S. Department of Defense. Hey man, XP wasn't that bad. Um. I, I like Windows ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you you eventually manage to open up the the file and scrub back through uh, to like a portion about three a.m. local time, um, and you see uh, someone enter the building through the main hallway. Uh, I presume that you're like checking all the camera angles. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you do not see the magpie, <clears throat> which is kind of par for the course. It's how she works. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you do see, like, about 3 a.m., uh, a group of people enter the building. Uh, black suits, except for the one guy uh, who is clearly wearing the partisan uniform. And it is the same date as the party. Okay. Um, Rosie, since you've worked with this fella, you recognize that fucking jaw. He's got a particular way he walks, too. Yeah, that he, asshole yeah. swagger. He does. And, and probably even more so since he's like the official superhero of the United States. Well, Snug was he, bastard. Was he back then? He's wearing the uniform. Well, that's what we're trying to figure out. All right, let's try, let's get to the fight scene. All right. Um, yep yeah, you uh, you fat you scrub through you scrub through 
you find a, a camera angle that is seems to be of a basement, uh, dimly lit, uh, but um, you can see what appears to be the magpie uh, and the partisan facing off. All right, this is what we want. How's the fighting style? All right. Um, now, you guys didn't really watch any of his fighting beforehand. I've seen him fight, though. You have like, seen I've him seen fight. him fight him. You have seen him fight. I'm sure you guys have actually trained together at some point since you were doing movies together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, he has this signature opening punch. Uh, it's kind of... Imagine a 360-degree Superman punch um, that he opens up with. That's like his favorite technique to open up with. He does it in his movies. He did it in the ring. uh, And he did it here with the magpie. Um, And, yeah, it doesn't make contact. The magpie is an excellent fighter. Um, And it looks to be a fairly even match. And is definitely... Uh, heat wave, heat waves fighting style. What about the handedness? The handedness. Ah, well, Rosie, you notice that um, that his handedness seems to be correct. It is not reversed. Okay. Uh, he is. He has an orthodox stance. Um. However, you see him get rocked by a beautiful swallow parts the grasses <laughs> from the magpie. <laughs> him in the <laughs> I mean, I need, to, I need to write that one down. That's a good one. Text, it, it, was, it was textbook how easily it, she accomplished it. And. It looks like for a while there, the magpie actually has the advantage in this fight. Um, however, about 40 seconds in, uh, because the magpie can't quite get the finishing move off because uh, you, you see her land a big uppercut with the right hand to his jaw and then stop. And you've seen it before, Rosie, that uh, when you're sparring with her, uh, where she hits a little too hard and uh, flexes her hand because it hurt a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she kind of realizes she's dealing with somebody of superior strength. And then something happens and she seems to waver. And that's when Heat Wave really jumps in and just starts cleaning her clock uh, using his full strength. And he is tossing her about the room. Good solid punches. Uh, knocks her down. And once once he knocks her down and she appears to be kind of prone, uh, he reaches down, pulls out a sidearm, and triple taps into her chest. As evidenced by the uh, wounds that you noticed when she arrived. So, triple tap, close range. And and because Heatwave is such a egotistical dickbag, 
He looks up at the camera and finger guns before leaving. Uh, followed by a couple of guys in black suits uh, wheeling a glowing canister on a hand truck. Uh, she lays there for a little bit and probably about 20 minutes later you see her struggle to her feet and then disappear from view. Yeah, that's him. If you look at where she's leaning up against the wall, you can see indentations because she's pissed off. <laughs> well, alright. So, if this is the real guy, then who or did we meet or at the party? I wasn't really paying that kind of attention then. So, I wasn't I mean, really trying to see if it was really him. Do you think the red hat can can dovetail a timeline like that to have two timelines exist at the same time and then sew them back up? I mean, who's to say he hasn't... Well, I mean, think about what happened with with the Chaz guy. Like, we fought him. She shows up, and then we get out, and all of it didn't happen. Maybe it's a rip. Maybe, maybe he did this after he reverted something or something. I don't know. It was like, we wouldn't know. The only reason... I'm not even sure why we remember that it, it happened the last time it happened. Let's take this footage back to uh, headquarters. Okay. Is there anything you want to el- else you want to examine while you're here? Uh, what else is the here? room? Like, if can we find the room where it happened at? Uh, yeah, there's a. It's it's the the basement. Yeah, just want to look around the basement see if they left anything behind or anything. Okay. Um, yeah, you go down into the basement. Uh, the lights are dim and kind of greenish, uh, but you do see uh, you know dried blood stains uh, from where the fight happened. Uh, there are cracks in the concrete of the wall uh, against one wall out of camera view. Uh, there is what appears to be some type of strange. Electrical apparatus. Uh, looks like it was patchworked together. That's probably what she got zapped with. Uh, it looks like it was powering something. Like something was plugged into it. How big is it? Um, it it's it runs on on high voltage, so uh, the standard current comes in, goes in through a couple of transformers, and then out through a large. Uh, almost like a dryer plug. <laughs> so, so definitely something high voltage. As I came here looking for the the, the brain in the jar guy, maybe this is what was keeping him alive or something. Maybe if it's pretty sizable, we can take some pictures of it. Okay, you take some pictures of it. Uh, yeah, it's just so like a quick. Zoom through the building. What does this building look like it was used for? Um, other than the large apparatus, it looks like just your standard abandoned office building. Um, no, you know, filing cabinets are there, but they're empty. Uh, there's a few like broken chairs, um, you know, no, uh, an old fax machine, you know, nothing, 
that appears to have been in working condition or have been used in years. Well, I mean, I guess, like, back at headquarters, we can go through the, the footage more finely and see. Um, like, go ahead and give me a, uh awareness test versus a six. Nine. Uh, also nine. Okay. Uh, you find, uh, like, a, a worn patch, or half of a patch, really, uh, that looks like uh, it's been used uh, as part of a uniform insignia, and it appears that it may be uh, advanced technologies of mayhem. Your old friends in Atom. Of course. <laughs> it's not a full scheme till they're involved, is it? Mm. But it is an uh, older let's... design. Because they have good marketing department and they update their logo periodically. That'd be five or six years. <laughs> Alright, so let's take the footage. Then we can go through that and see if we can identify anybody coming in or out of the building. I take that patch too. Okay. Uh, a few hours later, you arrive back at headquarters. Um, Rosie quickly pushes past everyone to the bathroom to continue purging what she didn't need. <laughs> traveling that fast really fucking sucks, even though she can't feel it. <laughs> told you to hold your breath. I did. I could have ridden my coattails. Yours is just as fucking bad. You get better. It's, like, it's, it's always rough the first time, but it gets oh. better afterwards. I, I find that a little bit of jasmine tea with honey helps. When you return from the bathroom, uh, there is <laughs> he's a... Just, he's really just saying that as a like the placator. It doesn't. <laughs> but when you return from the bathroom, there is a cup of jasmine tea with honey steaming <laughs> on the table. <laughs> She gives a very, very annoyed look of don't patronize me. <laughs> so, uh, yep, Reckless and Kaze are back with the footage, uh, a couple of photographs, and a worn Adam patch. Is there any record of who would have been an Adam at that point in time, like where this patch, because I'm pretty sure there's a files about the different eras of Adam. Uh, yeah, there's files of it, but they don't have like membership rosters. It's always the the prime philosopher is always in charge. Um, Master Monkey is still is mentioned periodically, but uh, yeah, nothing, uh, nothing like you know. All all the members of Adam have numbers, and if one is Killed or rendered inactive for a period of time, they just get replaced with somebody else who goes by that number. Okay, so it just probably would have been a peon. Yeah, probably more than likely. But it will at least help us figure out a general time period of knowing where this patch came from. Um, sure that that patch dates back to the eighties. Hmm. Okay. Uh, this is a vintage eighties patch of Atom. Could fetch us a price on the collector's market. I'm being sarcastic, but what <laughs> there is quite a market for uh, vintage supervillain collectibles. 
we're not selling this. <laughs> Looking expressly at Slick. Hey, hey, Slick Silver makes enough money off of his merchandising empire. He doesn't need to ride with those coattails. I'm sure she receives a text from Scarlet at that moment going, remind him he owes me money. <laughs> 20,000 business cards from Moo.com on my credit card. <laughs> it's, a, it's a business expense. I left. <laughs> it's like, tell him the invoice <laughs> is in his sock drawer and I expect payments. <laughs> The the invoice is in his underwear drawer. <laughs> it's a write off. All right, so I'm sorry, Rodney. When did Void disappear? Uh, Void disappeared. Uh, when was the attack on your temple? Roughly. Oh, I don't know. Your your origin story for becoming a solo hero. I don't know, like ten years ago. Okay. Uh, yeah, he he disappeared from the temple ten years ago. Okay, so hmm, there's a lot of things we don't know any enough about to make any like serious deductions here. No. Shall we go see an expert? Yeah, I'm thinking maybe we should pick a fight with um this guy. Oh, believe me, I want to, but maybe we should go see the expert first. Okay. <laughs> Business before pleasure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, who are you taking uh, with you to the House of Enigma? Oh. Or as Slick Silver would say, the House of Enigma! I don't think he'll open the door if I take Slick with me. Of course he will. <laughs> he has over Curry's mightiest hero. Uh, Rodrigo remembers that uh, he and Chimera were treated very well. The professor even inquired about Asuncion Industries stock prices. I mean, who hasn't asked him about stock prices? Let's be real. <laughs> yes, but that's small talk as opposed to, oh, it's you again. Mm, it's true. I mean, we can well, all go. Yeah, I'm gonna just look through this footage to see if I can find anything. Okay, uh, you look through the footage. Uh, you see that uh, the the guys that are accompanying the partisan do look like uh, agents of the uh, Bureau of Parahuman Defense. Uh, you know, the generic black suit, sunglasses, earpieces. None of them look like Symes or Gustin. Okay. Uh, well, I was, I was going to like comb it for like, you know, are they wheeling brains in jars in here? That kind of thing. Oh. Um, while, yeah. they, while they're like, while they're going to talk to, uh, well, while, while you, you assume that that's the glowing cylinder that they wheeled out at the end of the fight with the magpie. Right. Which you watch several times because, you know, magpie got skills and you can appreciate that. Yeah, she does. Plus, plus you're also <laughs> looking for a weakness in uh, the partisan's fighting style. Yes. 
So I'll be doing that while you guys are talking to Professor Providence. Okay. So, yeah, you start scrubbing through footage. Uh, as you are preparing to leave, uh, Watchdog looks over and uh, says, we, we have a silent alarm triggered at the 3rd National Bank of Kirby. On it! Well, hold on. Hold you mean on. hold on? I know it's weird for me to say this, but... Kirby has government-sponsored superheroes right now. Let's see how they handle this. But I haven't hit anything in days. <laughs> uh, I'm, guys. I'm. It, this is weird. I've never seen a silent alarm do this before. But you mean weird? Uh, he's showing you on on the monitor where it's happening, and it's going on and off in a particular pattern. Is it a pattern that any, that any of us are familiar with? Uh, Rodrigo. It is Morse code. Yeah, I was about to ask that. Uh, and it's flashing on and off the display. Uh, Justice Association come alone. Well, Rosie, this might be your chance. Who might have turned down an invitation, eh? Alright, so who's going to, uh, Who's going to the House of Enigma? Well, clearly I need to be there. I want to, but we've been called out. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go to the bank. You're going to go to the bank? Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm headed to the bank, too. We've been called. We've been summoned, and I'm fucking impulsive. <laughs> okay. Can you give me some of those gold uh, dollars uh, while you're over there? No. <laughs> All right, so uh, Slick and I guess Rodrigo. What, what's Rodrigo doing? <coughs> I will come to the House of Enigma as soon as I possibly can, if I can. I'll go to the House of Enigma. Okay, so Rodrigo and Slick are going to the House of Enigma. Reckless and Kaze are going to the Third National Bank of Kirby. Um, as you're headed toward the garage, Reckless, after. Mm -hmm. After Kaze speeds off into the into the urban night, uh, your text message alert beeps. I look to see what it is. It's a message from Scarlet. What'd she say? Got him. You glorious woman, you. Where is he? She texts you an address on the north side of town. Yeah, I, I go over the... the your, um... your GPS... Uh, uh, it shows it as Motel 5, Kirby. Okay, you know what? I'm fucking impulsive. As much as I want to go to the bank right now, yeah. uh, hey, I'll get there as soon as I can, Kaze. And then I start headed towards the, the motel. Okay. Slick and Rodrigo, uh, you guys arrive at the House of Enigma. Just give a rap on the door with my stick. Nothing happens. Alright. Right. Open the door. Chris says, open the door then. Uh, roll uh, prowess. 
prowess, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. That would be prowess. Uh, that's the wrong thing. Uh, that can't be good. Uh, let's see. Prowess is proto prowess seven. Seven. Okay. Um, yeah, you take three stamina damage as a bolt of electricity leaps from the door and strikes you. Ooh. Ah! <laughs> Ooh. Well, thankfully I've damaged this is four. God dang it. All right. Professor, you see that you need a new electrician. I mean, you don't connect the doorbell to the doorknob. Oh, there you go. Can you fix the door here? I think, I think, I think you let Chris and let, let, let the professor down. Sure. And I'll try to open it. You touch the door and it swings wide open. <laughs> yep. And you are great. you're great at that technology stuff. Yep. I thought so. I wouldn't have a problem with it. Let's go. Uh, you enter into the mysterious and disorienting foyer of the House of Enigma. Ooh, Professor! Professor! We are, need, we are in need of your assistance and a matter of grave importance. The, the main stairwell fades into existence. And the professor walks down the stairs uh, wearing a bathrobe, plaid boxers, and a well-worn Grateful Dead t-shirt. Plaid boxers, wow. (laughs) Um, Of course, his arrival is uh, preceded by the smell of the sticky icky. The dude has arrived. Mm. Why are you darkening my doorstep again? Ah, professor, we are in need of your assistance. What time? Travel itself. Time travel. Yes, we are faced with evil beyond this century. Well, I guess step into my office. He leads you to the study. Yep. And uh, you guys take <laughs> seats, and we flash over to Reckless, who has arrived at Motel Five. Um, you get another text as soon as you pull up. Checking the text. Room 42. Okay. Uh, I you see stroll you, up to the door. You do not see any sign of the magpie at all. I'm used to her not being visible. <laughs> uh, the, you, you walk up to the room. It sounds like there's a lamp on. You see the flicker of a television through, through the window. I gently tap on the door as gently as I can. You, you hear a voice... Uh, who is it? Yeah, you order a large uh, sausage? You hear the hammer of a gun click back? I didn't order a pizza. Good, because I ain't got one. Who is it? Mm, I don't know if I should say a friend or not at this point. Also, your gun's not really going to do anything to me. You hear, you hear the... <laughs> of the deadbolts, and he peeks through... Are you by yourself? No. What do you mean, no? 
I mean, I don't know where she is, but no, I'm not. Who? Magpie. Okay. Fuck! <laughs> well, How do you think I found you? Get in here! Did anybody see you? I mean, you're acting weird, so... I don't know. You'd be acting weird, too, if your fucking government was trying to kill you. My fucking government is trying to kill me. Yeah, I'm not bulletproof. She shrugs and out. And he turns around and walks deeper into the room, and you realize that he, he has a bandage uh, sticking out of the top of his trousers like he's been shot in the ass. <laughs> she covers her mouth, trying not to laugh. Yeah, yeah. And he he kind of like tries to sit down in a chair you know, without sitting on the on the wound. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't followed. Okay. Magpie found you. So I'm here to possibly help you now that I know that you didn't, you know, fuck us over. Look, I, I don't know what the fuck is going on. All I know is I went into the office. A bunch of guys were there. They wanted to question me. Uh, I didn't like the look of it. Agent Gustin, they dragged him off. And they tried to get yeah, me. But mm -hmm. I went, I bailed out of a window. Uh, and they they shot me. Lucky they're not better shots. Decent enough. The bullet's still in there. And, and you see, like, on the nightstand, uh, there's, like, a, a cheap, uh, like, discount store, like, nail kit. He's got the tweezers and a bottle of alcohol and some 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 bandages. He's like, I was... And you, the mirrors... You know how the... Do you want me to get that out of there? <laughs> the mirrors are kind of like <laughs> of the bathroom or like taken off the wall and angled in weird ways. Like, you, you get the, the impression that he was going to try to remove the bullet himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. She's figured that part out. It's like, you want me to get that out of there? Oh, would you please? Because <laughs> I'm a fucked up bitch. She squeezes it out like it's a pimple. Just oh pimple. my god! <laughs> uh, he at covers first, his mouth before she at, does at it. At first, he's like, mm, and then he's buried his face in the pillow, like, <laughs> and bing. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Daughter of a bitch, but that is beside the point. <laughs> it wasn't you in particular. It's just a. Uh, and he grabs the alcohol, like, pours it directly on his ass. That's got to hurt way worse than what I just did to you. <laughs> it. it uh, uh, yeah, that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. He, he's, he starts bandaging his butt up. Um, so he's like, so you guys found me. Uh, look, I don't know how long, much longer I have. It's it's not really safe here. Uh, can you take me back to your headquarters? I guess I can do that. Excellent. You didn't ride your motorcycle up here, did you? Oh, I totally did. No, I took the truck. Okay, though. Thank goodness. I'm not stupid. 
You didn't know I was shot in the ass. Well, no, I didn't know you were shot in the ass. That's not really my business, was it? No, but please take me take me back to your headquarters. I text Scarlet. Is it clear outside? Yep. You got something better than what you're wearing? Uh, I got some sweatpants. I didn't have time to, like, grab a bunch of stuff. And he runs into the bathroom, changes clothes. I toss him my, my jacket. It's got a hood on it. Yeah. You know, he's he was wearing, like, a, a dirty t-shirt. Looks like he spilled spaghetti sauce down the front. Like, like a dirty wife beater. You know, you aren't supposed to eat SpaghettiOs with your chest. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can definitely tell he's he's single. <laughs> um, yeah, so you guys, you know, he gets dressed, puts his shoes on, sweatpants, dirty wife beater, throws on your jacket. Um, he is he is slight of build compared to you, so it kind of like swallows him up. Uh, heads out to the truck. Uh, you get another text as you're about to get in the truck. What's say? Gift in bed. I look in the bed. In the bed of your pickup truck is a man in a black suit, hog-tied and bound, and beaten unconscious. God, I love that woman. <laughs> I text back, you always send me the sweetest things. <laughs> and you start driving back to headquarters. Kaze, we jump over to the first... Third uh, National Bank of Kirby. Uh, the building is completely dark. Um, I presume your usual tactic is to run around the building looking for stuff. Uh, yes, I'm going to case the, the building at super speed. Yes. Uh, you do find that one of the side entrances is propped open. Who am I to refuse such an invitation? Uh, you enter the bank. Uh, you go through, you're over, the the this exit kind of leads you toward like a storage area with a bunch of like, you know, forms and, you know, office supplies and stuff like that. Uh, there's another door, looks like, to this, this to the teller area that's uh, unlocked and slightly ajar. Uh, you walk uh, in there, I guess. Yeah. Uh, as you walk in there, it's it's completely pitch black. There's no signs of movement. Doesn't look like any of the anything has been disturbed. In fact, it might look more organized than it should be. Are the dishes done? Um, if there were dishes, they in might the, be in the break room. Um, you go into the break room. The dishes are done. Uh, there is half a pot of warm coffee. I follow my nose. Uh, yep, you, you're in there. Um, near the break room is is a restroom, and pretty much as soon as you're like walking around looking for the coffee, you find uh, a, a steaming cup sitting on a, a counter next to the bathroom door. The bathroom door swings open, and a small figure uh, in a trench coat and hat walks out, lights a cigarette. Great sound effects. We spare no expense. That's right. Looks up at you, face covered in shadow, and says, Thank God it wasn't Slick Silver. Do I recognize a voice? You've heard it before. The figure steps into the light and removes his hat, and it is a chimpanzee. Greetings, Kaze. 
Oh, it's you. Yes. I. Yes, it is I, Master Monkey, Percival Hornswoggle Third. And it seems we have a common enemy. So, and he holds out both of his hands. Cigarette clenched between two chimpanzee fingers. Take me to your leader. Well, you're already here, so... But let's get out of this bank. Okay. Uh, you get back to the base with uh, with Master Monkey. Uh, shortly afterwards, uh, Reckless arrives uh, with a limping Agent Symes and an unconscious man in a black suit. This she is dragging by his belts like a suitcase. <laughs> is that Gu- is that Gustin? It is not Gustin. It's a little baggage I found on the side of the road. Flash back over to the House of Enigma. What's this you gentlemen were saying about time travel? Uh, you can go ahead and take it. It's like maybe he can't. Maybe he died. Oh, no. <laughs> I saw the exclamation point of, oh, no, he's not connected. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, okay, we can hear you now. Every time I need to restart this thing. Anyway, so as I was saying, well, Professor, what we're faced with is a man who travels through time and is messing the timeline. Repeatedly. Shaping events to his own nefarious ends. You know, you don't have to be slick silver in here, Ned. <sighs> I suppose, but it goes with the costume so very well. Yes. So you have a guy that can travel through time. He's got a staying character. So what is it you require of me? Well, knowledge of how time travel, of how you perform time traveling magic, and how to track this man as he moves through time. I am not teaching your ass time travel magic. <laughs> That's why he wear, he makes the big bucks. It's a man that understands the danger of the situation. <laughs> you, who unleashed Mortrieth, the Lord of Chaos, upon this mortal plane oh, shit, by he accident. <laughs> you, who I warned not to leave the door open when you left last time, who left the door open? That happens. <laughs> we all make mistakes. There are six imps loose in the city now that I have been working for the past week to track down. You want my help? The fate of the world of the universe are at stake, yes. Yeah, and the fate of the world of the universe is at stake due to your mistakes. Therefore, you want my help. You correct your shit. So what, you want me to help the... So what, you'll teach you to draw magic while I help you catch those imps? No, I will send you wherever you want to go in time if you procure those imps. Hmm, very well then. However, as time travel magic is fiddly at best. I can only send two of you. <clears throat> mm, two, huh? 
Hmm, we shall have to converse about this. But on to summoning those imps! You can't summon them, you must capture them. Okay, ma. How do you catch an imp? Do you just put a noose around its neck? How do you, how does that work? It's in the book you borrowed. Oh! Okay, let's see. Let's see. All right, what's in the book here? Let's see. Sucky the book's out. back at headquarters. You ah. guys left that hey, there like five minutes ago. Is around with the book? <laughs> you guys brought that into the the research area and just left it there. All right, then. Well, with that, to, to the research book. To the research book. Really? Yes. Okay. And with that, we grab uh, that Rodrigo is grabbed, and away we go! Uh, yeah, you're in a bathroom. Again. The, <laughs> the shower is running. Uh, the, the air is nice and steamy, and uh, the curtain draws back, and Magnetar is there. Huh. That usually oh. This usually doesn't happen. Our aim is usually better than this. Hi, Rodrigo. <laughs> Hello. How, how, how nice of you to, to visit me. I, I was just here having tea with the professor. Is, is it common for you Earthmen to just appear in bathrooms while people are showering? Is that an Earth custom I'm not familiar with? Sadly, no. And her hands begin to glow with el cosmic energy. Then get the fuck out of this bathroom. Wow, she has learned the profanity. It is wonderful. I stay. <laughs> I stay. <laughs> you can stay, Rodrigo. Are you in your suit or are you in your armor? I'm in the, I'm in the fucking armor. You're in the armor. <laughs> Since I fit in that bathroom. <laughs> I, I got in here. I'm not going out easily. You're going to have to help. Well, I thought I was the one who had the coffee. If I turn sideways like this, I think. <laughs> well, was there just like a very loud metal against floor screeching sound as he moves? I just got a vision of I fucking Iron Giant trying to get out of a room. <laughs> I need you to pull. Slick, I need you to pull. Pull my arm. Um, pull my finger. <laughs> pull my finger. <laughs> I'm just gonna magic up a lasso and just um have that pull my arm. Okay. Uh, yeah, you managed to get out of the door. Some squeezing and angling. A little bit of pushing on both sides. Oh my. <laughs> and Magnetar just kind of stands there with the door wide open just looking at you. And then close the door. That thing most of us haven't seen before. <laughs> so you're standing in a hallway outside the bathroom. Alright. To the research room! Same trick? Uh, no, this time we're just going to walk. <laughs> he has learned nothing. After all the times he's come here, he's still learned nothing. <laughs> Oh yeah, inside. You better not teleport. 
Alright, yeah, yeah, you managed to find your way downstairs and out the door. Uh, roll me an awareness check versus 12. Okay, uh, awareness. Awareness. Uh, let's see, uh, that's gonna be 12. Okay. Uh, yeah, as you're going down the porch, you hear, God damn it! <laughs> door slams shut behind you. <laughs> I, I had to pull Rodrigo. I had to pull Rodrigo along. That ain't my. That's all I'm about. That one's on him. Being aggressive. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna cut it there with uh, Kaze having returned with Master Monkey, uh, Reckless having returned with Agent Symes, and a nondescript man in a black suit, and. Slick being quested to retrieve six imps before being aided in teleport in time travel magic that can only take two heroes to some point in time. All right, and don't forget you get a moderate improvement. That's right, a moderate improvement that uh, you can put together for next time. Uh, definitely consider any type of skills that you don't currently have. So with that, thanks for listening. Thanks to Nico's Twitchers, Twitchy people. Twitch! And, uh, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> wow. Get the fuck out of my bathroom! <laughs> <laughs> but you can stay, Rodrigo. <laughs> <laughs>